0: How's it going everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast and let's just jump right into today's subject where essentially um, today I had my my third podcast, with my good friend Brian, and I have to tell you I haven't laughed as hard as I did in that podcast in quite some time. I think the almost the entirety of the podcast is just me and him laughing um, and <laughs> I honestly didn't think that that's the direction that we were going to go with it, but um, and and talking through that podcast, he revealed to me of this phenomenal technology that was developed in the seventies, and um, and for some reason, uh, it's still a costly form of technology that we just haven't implemented, uh, mass or or mass produced. And so I rarely do this or rarely i mean I've never done this in this in this podcast, but I think it's fair to you guys to hear it from the original creator of this device to essentially tell us why it uh it's very unique and so uh, again i'm sorry for not being descriptive the the thing that i'm talking about the invention that this guy created is called a turbo in <laughs> turbo incabulator um it, it, it's just the the best thing ever made so essentially there's just a minute and a half explanation of what the turbo encabulator is uh so enjoy uh intermittently i might just interject to kind of to tell you guys a little bit more about what the purpose is of this machine. So here we go.
1: For a number of years now, work has been proceeding in order to bring perfection to the crudely conceived <laughs> idea of a transmission that would not only supply inverse reactive current for use in unilateral phase detractors, but <laughs> would also be capable of automatically synchronizing cardinal grammeters. Such an instrument is the turboencabulator. Now, basically, the only new principle involved is that instead of power being generated by the relative motion of conductors and fluxes.
0: So if you guys don't understand how uh, devices work, generally what happens is that you have uh, like capacitors, resistors. Ele- you require a lot of electricity to essentially power almost everything that you're using. Right. And most of those things use like batteries. They use like capacitors to charge themselves for temporary power usage. So you're not con- constantly draining from the battery itself. Um, you have resistors. So they stop your devices from overloading with too much electrical um, impulses. And then you have like uh, you have wiring. You have a whole bunch of stuff, right? The turbo and essentially goes around all of that. So uh, let me r- let me rewind so you guys don't miss much.
1: The new principle involved is that instead of power being generated by the relative motion of conductors and fluxes, it is produced by the modial interaction of magneto-reluctance and capacitive directance. The original machine had a base plate of prefamulated amulite, surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fan. <laughs> the latter consisted simply of six hydrocoptic maral veins, oh, so yeah. fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. <laughs> Got it. The main winding was of the normal Lotus- O delta type placed in panendermic semi-boloid slots of the stator. Every seventh conductor being connected by a non-reversible tremie pipe to the differential girdle spring on the up end of the Grammys. Okay. The turbo encabulator has now reached a high level of development, and it's being successfully used in the operation of Nofer <laughs> Moreover... <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, guys.
1: Whenever a fluorescent score motion is required... It may also be employed in conjunction with a drawn reciprocation dingle arm to reduce sinusoidal (laughs) repleneration. It's not cheap, but I'm sure the government will buy it.
0: So uh, in the 1970s, this device, he's holding up the price tag for this technology. It's uh, $750 million. So accounting for inflation, $750 million. Let me just do this math properly for you guys. Um, USD 1970s inflation. No. Okay. So accounting for inflation, um, whoa, we're missing some decimal points here. Um, yeah, one, one second here. This is, (laughs) Okay, so from 1970s. Sorry, to calculate inflation requires a lot of work here. So, uh... okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, $750 million in 1970s is equivalent to $5,100,000,000. So this technology is very expensive, right? And so if you're not familiar, I don't know if you simple-minded individuals weren't able to understand what the turbo encabulator is. Um, and the technology has actually been improved somewhat to some degree. Um, but let me let me go ahead and just break it line by line for you guys so you guys can uh, understand. So the original machine had a base plate of a perfabulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two main spurving bearings were in a direct line with the pa- panometric fan. The latter consisted simply of six hydrocoptic marcelin fanes, so fitted to the ambif- <laughs> ambificent lunar wing shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. The main winding was of normal lotus O-deltoid type placed in the pandemic semi-boloid slots in the stator, every seventh conductor being connected by a non-reversible tremie pipe to the differential girdle spring on the up end of the gram meter. So if you guys aren't familiar with what this device essentially looks like, it was developed um, with the assistance of General Electric. Um and uh it's a real thing you guys think this is a meme but it it really isn't uh <laughs> this thing is such so, so stupid dude oh my god so first off um <laughs> <laughs> this thing is so stupid i'm sorry i don't know why i find this so hilarious But it's just the way that this guy describes the the device itself. But um, I would encourage everyone to do a little bit research, especially if you don't understand. I can understand why your intelligence and your level of IQ doesn't allow you to completely understand the ramifications of what the turbo encabulator is. But I'm actually going to go out of my way this uh, in 2021 to actually develop a... Turbo turbo encabulator which is going to require a little bit more uh, work. So essentially, I'm going to go from six hydrocoptic Marsal mars- veins to just three hydrocoptic marsel veins, and I'm going to line the shafts with a uh, um, uh, with uh, with another lunar wane shaft uh, with the side fumbling uh, with two side fumblings, actually. And then um, I'm actually going to take the differential girdle spring uh, to a down end on the gram meters, actually. So that should, in in theory, give it additional power to then take it from a regular turbo encabulator to a turbo-turbo encabulator. Um, I'm going to uh, potentially patent this idea. It's going to require a lot of work, but hopefully... I'm able to get this done. If so, then I will use this device to go ahead and power one sixteenth of the power needed to power my house. Um, <laughs> I'm so bad at this. I don't like. I can't even. I can't even do it properly. Um, but there are other people that have actually gone and uh, and improved on this technology. Actually, in in recent times, Viper Innovations actually. Um, introduced the Turbo Encabulator 2.0 with Quantic I uh, Information of Technology. I wonder if I could find that. Uh, Turbo
1: Encabulator
0: 2.0. Is this no? That's not it. I think this is it right here. This by Viper Innovations.
2: So, and if we could just pop that onto the production environment. Of course, I was going to put it on Space Cloud. Thanks, Renin, that's perfect. For a number of years now, as first described by Bud Haggart, work has been proceeding in order to bring to perfection the crudely conceived idea of a transmission that would not only be capable of supplying inverse reactive current for use in unilateral phase detractors, but would also be capable of automatically synchronising cardinal grammeters. Viper Innovations present the updated version of the Turbo the Turbo 2.0 with <laughs> Quantic IoT. The concept of power being generated through the modial interaction of magneto reluctance and capacitive directance is nothing new, and one that is familiar to the industry. With a new dawn of faxo relaxants and hydrotonic propactants being realized, Viper Innovations felt it was only right that the inefficiencies in the Lustenhauser yep. complex be finally addressed.
0: So, uh, you guys get to drill. Honestly, I would uh, definitely take the time to uh, research the Turbo Encapulator. It's a uh, phenomenal device. If you want to know a little bit more about it, you can actually tune into the other podcast that I did today i with my good friend at the most interesting podcast. You can find us on Spotify and uh, anchor.fm as well. We're looking to branch off into other streaming platforms soon. But until then, I just want to thank all of you guys for tuning into today's most ridiculous podcast I've ever done on this channel. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's so stupid. Dude, the turbo come you later. Oh my god, this is awesome! Uh Christmas is just five days away, but I feel like I got an early Christmas with this one. This is, uh, <laughs> if you're not understanding why this is so funny, I uh, you you need to go outside, get some fresh air, take a big breath. Also, what is VX? I don't know what VX is. I gotta I gotta look that up. Brian told me about it as well. Uh, You can go to a subreddit called VX Junkies and just look up uh, VX. It's pretty insane, but it's going to take me a week to, to better understand that. But either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I'll catch you guys mañana. Peace.